0: Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Reacher, Season 1, Episode 3, entitled Spoonful. Directed by Ada... Adrita... Mukherjee? Mukashi. And directed by Steven Sergik. I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. I was happy at the end of the episode to get a little bit of killing i know that sounds pretty bloodthirsty of me but i I was ready to see some more action way more than we have been getting and i really don't care about finley and his personal life that is just one character they are for whatever reason choosing to make him the most unempathetic character even when he uh he is treated like a black man in the South or in America. Let's just put that out there. America, yeah. Just when you have that empathy, just when you have it, that's when he opens his mouth and it's gone. It's absolutely gone. Before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon go down to the rating section drop me some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for Reacher or any of the other shows that I do blacker at gmail.com so for the most part this episode was rather consistently with the characters and not breaking them off too much By the end of the episode, it was basically like, we all need to go live in a hotel or motel room outside of the city because it's too hot around here. (laughs) Um, We pick up where we left off with Roscoe uh, coming home to find her, her shit busted up. Reacher's like, I can understand if you're scared. I completely despise the dialogue in this scene mainly because it's the same bullshit feminism that i'm tired of hearing i'm not scared i'm angry i graduated with the da da. that doesn't mean you can't be afraid you should be afraid smart people understand that fear is something that isn't to be despised so by using this whole i don't need a man to protect me bullshit You're just coming off sounding equally stupid. (laughs) And I did not need it from a pretty blonde hair, blue eyed, petite, looking up at, it's just, it's so cliche. That's what I didn't like about it. It was so cliche. I have no issues with Roscoe. I just didn't like that they wrote that in there for her because it's just so propagandist agenda and i'm i'm so tired of hearing it i'm so tired (laughs) uh then she goes you want a gun i'm gonna give you a gun i still don't know why you just don't go to walmart but sure and it has to be this particularly huge gun that means the world to her and not some other gun that would be just as useful come on you're an officer in the south i know you got like 14 more around you (laughs) i i'm not trying to be disrespectful these are the facts. uh and so they go to the morgue where there has been an identification on the other body his name was uh i'm not sure I i know he was a truck driver and he used to work for for the what's the main guy filner tilner Dilner, one of those (laughs) but he uh he used to work for that company so what's that connection there they find a phone number and they realize that it goes to fin uh not to finley's but to to his boss oh the other guy's name was joe joe something Bagley or something like that but um yeah it goes to joe's colleague no joe is the the brother i keep getting the names mixed up joe's the brother then who was the other guy and it's kilner yes yeah, i don't remember but they get in touch with his work colleagues mistress molly beth at the secret service they learn that joe assigned this uh case to himself confidentially she doesn't know anything about it it's supposed to be reporting large-scale counterfeiting or counterfeiting but i think that it's much much larger than that i'm gonna guess there's some drugs involved into this Money laundering usually means drugs, and I think that's where Hubble fits into this equation. They learned that Hubble used to work for another particular company. Uh so Reacher says that he's gonna go find one of Kilner's lawyers to get information on that Jobling fellow. I knew his name was Jobling i was getting joe and joe confused because it sounds very <laughs> similar and then finley says he will go to spivy's house to check up on him because first reacher wants to go but he would prefer a more cool head decide to to interview him because it went so well last time uh she gave him the gun and she said he says i'll be responsible with it that ooh, that was just not fun (laughs) so that's when they had that conversation molly's like oh how did you not know that joe was into the secret service and this is what he was doing he's like i haven't talked to him in a while she says he sounds just like the brother she even mistook him for a bit and she broke down and cried when when she realized that he was gone when Reacher goes to the lawyers that was funny because that guy was really acting like there's not a six foot five person in front of me asking me very kindly what I'm going to do not ask not I'm sorry telling me what I'm going to do not asking me
1: oh don't do it yes yeah. yeah oh my god
0: He had some good lines, but sadly, I did not write them down. But he told that dude, he's like, I'm going to take, I want to pick up the phone and call the police. And he's like, I'm going to end your life with that phone. (laughs) And then he follows up on his threat by taking the cord from the phone and putting it around his neck and says, bring up the file, please. Thank you. Appreciate your time. (laughs) and by the way you better not call anybody about this because I will come back and finish the job they told Roscoe to go into work and pretend as if she's working on the 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 captain's murder instead of trying to connect the cases at all because Mayor Teal or is his name Teal yeah Mayor Teal said so she comes in she's like uh I was just at the morgue getting our second identity. That's not what I told you to do. I told you they're not connected. So I'm gonna need you, you know, since your house was clearly attacked last night. This should be more important to you. Officer Suspicious comes over and says, does Richard know anything? Does Finley know anything? This sounds shady. I don't think we should be doing this. Don't you think we should be doing something else? And then he's called over because he's like i can't reach hubble i can't reach my cousin all of this shit doesn't add up and i want you to start answering my questions and i don't know if he's in on it but it doesn't seem like he is or he's frustratingly out of the loop and he needs to be and wants to be pulled into the loop and he's probably just gonna die in the crossfire because nobody told him enough because they didn't trust him at all and he gonna feel hurt <laughs> you see the how this is gonna go down Oh, let's not forget the other scene with Finley where he makes himself the worst once again. Where he's like, yeah, so where are you two coming from? And she tries to be all coy. You know, I took him for a drink and he's like, yeah, we went from a drink out there. Then we stayed overnight because the road was flooded. And he gets up in her grill like, that's not what I told you to do. And i would have been like i'm not a fucking babysitter is he a suspect no he's not then it's not my job to babysit him that's you don't have no right to ask me that question you also have no right to ask me what to do after a suspect has been cleared shut the fuck up why are you so uh then he's like uh if you're gonna walk around or i'm you're gonna give me assignments i thought i wasn't part of the investigation you're not but that shows you how desperate I am. So I'm going to need you to promise me that you're going to behave yourself. No. These two. Um, I don't know when. I guess at the end of the episode. It, it started to thaw. But it, it seemed so immature. I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> um, they then go, well first he goes to Spivvy's. Spivvy's not there i don't know how y'all didn't know spivy was it was dead you should have known he was dead because his job was to kill hubble he failed he then tried to kill reacher he failed i don't think they give you three strikes i mean he was really really on on pure on pure uh you know luck to get the second one I don't know why y'all thought he was still alive somewhere. But as he gets to the house, and the minute, I'm telling you, the minute I saw that white woman staring out of her window. Boys, what you want? What you want, what you want? So here's my thing here's my thing you live in next to a hardened criminal across the street you can't you can't figure out he's into legal shit but you see one black man show up knock on the door in a suit and you just assume that he must be trying to burgle the place and then the cops don't come in and ask any questions they just immediately start using uh weapons and their their boots I really don't understand how he got all the way to the fucking jail cell that's where I I was like okay now we're going too far because quite frankly when they searched him as they're supposed to do they would have found his badge and then it wouldn't have gotten to the point where he was handcuffed put in the cop car and actually taken to a jail cell to await. saying you should have said you was a cop Uh, i'm pretty sure i have my badge on me because it's accompanying that gun i had when you saw me secondly secondly you supposed to ask questions not beat someone first i shouldn't have to be a cop for you to even be sorry for the fact that you whipped my ass oh my god this has been going on all day with them in the long hair i'm like how do you do long hair for 12 fucking hours straight i do not understand it I don't. You're gonna have to hear it because it's just is what it is. <laughs> uh, so then they all meet up at, uh, someplace that looks way too hot to eat outside but also that food is probably fire as hell I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, cream, rain, the ball, ball, the ball, the beans, ball. beans ball. creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys mean- Reacher had himself a big ass plate and the brother the one brother because even the other girl got like a turkey sa- uh, got like a fried chicken sandwich he gonna get his ass some bean salad what the fuck is that it was like oh my god are you serious (laughs) it's like i don't understand how you can eat all that i don't understand how you black that's what i would have said i don't where's your pigment come from i don't it does not compute to me how you could be associated with the black culture uh they start getting into a pissing match once again roscoe's like i'm gonna make you do like my maymay uh and girl you are never gonna convince me you had a meme or a meme or a mama no you had a mama <laughs> but putting you on the grass and making you hold hands until you friends they then decide to go see um kilner together because they both made a kilner connection one spivy was calling him kilner industries and secondly the person joe Bling was represented by an attorney for a traffic violation um, by one of kilner's lawyers so they confront him with that information and he says look i know you're doing your job but i'm offended that you have me under suspicion so what you gonna do is not ask me no questions anymore about how you feel i'm responsible for anything and finley said bitch i'm an officer of the law i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do when i fuck i want to do it and if it leads to you then i'm gonna put my fucking foot up your fucking ass this of course is in stark contrast to him saying earlier to uh to roscoe because she goes to pick him up and she's like jesus christ and the one dude's like he should have said he was a cop he wasn't from around there or something to that effect. she was like are you fucking serious and then he's like, uh, "Using foul language is a sign of a weak character," and that genuinely pissed me the fuck off. Oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you very, very Before they go to kill Nurse, because he took the the ribs with him, uh, he starts to feed the dog that is neglected and he's like that could be a fine sir and here he comes by get off my fucking lawn call animal rights or uh ask to adopt the dog one or the other you can't shitter you can't you can't just keep doing what you're doing because i'm not sure how i even feel about your intrusion if you really feel he's violating animal rights you told the person that needs to be told um (laughs) it's not your job to keep trespassing and committing a crime as you are trying to get on somebody for another crime they uh, that was before they went to to kill and told him about himself and reacher enjoyed finley losing his shit and tells him look no bullies need to know that they can't walk all over you and apparently there's a flashback where Joe took the fall from him when he when someone busted somebody else's jaw in. And he tells him not to see not to let them see you cry. And I was like, okay. Ain't <laughs> care at all about this flashback. He tells him you're not safe. And you are already you know pretty close they killed the chief of police and now his balls are down his stomach so stop thinking that your status means anything around here everything seems to go uh he's they both say they got things they gotta do Finley goes and sees someone I don't even know who this really was but she used to work with Hubble and she tells him that Hubble was a part of the 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 thing the counterfeiting unit before it got discontinued uh they also roast finley's apartment and they even say you know you might get friendly enough you might start have friends he is spinning his ring at the bar this black woman comes up to him approaches him asks him and (laughs) he's like not interested I didn't need that scene whatsoever uh I guess I had to line up with the fact that Roscoe gets confronted by RJ or AJ KJ yeah Kilner Jr which oh so inspired and the the poison apple doesn't far uh, fall far from the tree they also realize that they're expert hunters Because, you know, a lot of people can't help showing their trophies. And, of course, we of all the white bitches or any bitches in the town. KJ has to want this one. Like, oh, and that happens to be you're hanging out with Reacher fellow a lot. I'm just trying to protect you. You know, that you know about his past. He's a murderer. Um, we're pretty sure your father is a murderer. Or someone in your family is. Just like the Keto calling uh the pot calling the kettle black something to that effect i don't understand why you're trying to cause a riff it's not going to stop me from doing my job <laughs> and at the end he i don't think he ever never said i'm not a murderer he made it very clear i do kill people <laughs> so i don't know why you running around like it's a secret uh oh YouTube getting all cozy if he getting that cozy clearly he might have dropped some bombs on her that she ain't got problems with um where did racher go uh he went somewhere because he said he had to get something oh he went to the blue Cat. he figured uh, since he hung around there so much someone would know something he comes in and he asked one of the guys there He's like you must need some money I need some information I'll give you some money And then the one dude's like he ain't answering shit I laughed so hard As the dude in the background Slowly took that $20 bill And skedaddled his ass out the back door Like a fucking cockroach I got
2: pants in the coop mm-hmm. out the roof I got
0: pants in the coop mm-hmm. Touch me I'll shoot he tells the dude he's about to get fucked up he don't believe him then he gets fucked up and then he gives him the information that he wants. <laughs> Richard then goes outside sees that there are there's a car waiting for him he goes back inside people are still recovering from his his ambush uh was that technically an ambush <laughs> from his uh his appearance before grabs some gloves leaves his car door open which felt really irresponsible gets back in said car uh leads the the two dudes it starts raining leads them down a road jumps out of the car so that he can roll up behind them and kill them he also gets the shell casing so the gun can't be traced back to roscoe as he promised He looks in the trunk of the car, and guess what? There's Bibby, dead. With a bullet in his head, and I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. And that's pretty much where we leave the episode at. I thought it was good. It finally got some movement on it. When they went to Kellner's, they also noticed some fertilizer being unpacked, and they keep saying in the South, people have a lot of cows. (laughs) But i think that's a a euphemism or a metaphor of some kind you know you have fat cows those fat cows have uh this white substance that's not milk it's cocaine probably the first thing i I saw when i saw those fertilizers i was like oh yeah that's smuggling you're totally smuggling drugs uh so that is where i'm gonna leave it Uh, that's my thoughts on the episode i thought that um reacher continues to stand out for the most part everyone else is kind of you know navigating around him but everyone kind of feels m- little mustache uh twizzling villains at this point uh very straightforward so i just want to see more of the action side of it of him taking out motherfuckers because he says i'm gonna get to the bottom of this operation i'm gonna burn this shit to the ground and he's gonna leave kilner to kill for last and he's like i'm gonna pretend i didn't hear that I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for that. You
1: can't stop it. Oh, you can't stop this
0: we do have feedback, so let's hop on to the mailbag.
2: It's uh, Mimi. I am uh, sending in feedback for Reacher. Um, I am going to do my darndest to try and get stuff watched today because, in case you forgot, tomorrow i it just flying to Vegas and I'm about to have all the fun. You have no idea. The last, I don't know what it is about work that they know that you're about to go on vacation, like the The vacation guides like to make you work for that vacation, but I spent Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday getting my ass kicked, figurative and literally by work. I can't divulge patient information, but I just want you guys to understand that a lot of things that nurses do, people have no idea. And being a punching bag for patients tends to be high on the list. I don't know what it is about old people with dementia but they don't remember shit but they fucking racism they will never forget that you might not know your name but you know i'm black and you don't like it and they have no problem fucking telling you but that's neither here nor there i wanted to talk about reacher because um i am a little behind so this is just i'm gonna just give an overview of everything that's happening so far um this is episode uh, one through three of season one. Now, first off, I need to talk about... Because I, I had seen a preview of this like a while ago. And I was like, oh, that must be why um they killed off Hank from Titans. Because he was getting a new show. And I'm going to say, I think he chose the right thing. Because they was not doing my man's justice. That motherfucker can act. And I have never... In all of my days, as long as I remember seeing Hawk and Dove thought Hank was attractive. He was actually kind of fucking annoying. Um, but Jack Reacher can get it. That motherfucker is fine. And I don't know, usually characters that act like him, I don't like. But it's just something about the way he plays it that I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. And I gotta tell you to back off my girl Roscoe. Because, first of all, as smart as she is, because in episode 2 when um she like came into her house and you know those people put those threats on there and she realized that they were like she's basically going to be murdered and her reaction to Jack I don't think she was a fangirl I think she realized that he like immediately that he wasn't guilty because of a lot of reasons first of all how smart he was about how calm he was and then like she's just according to her she's really fucking smart she could have been an fbi agent but she picked to be a cop in a small town probably because of that father figure guy that she uh she loved and she probably could read him right away and then i think me personally i don't think i want to smash you came until after she read his file because she was looking at him like a criminal at first but then i think in episode one as she you know started to pay attention to him and she she probably overheard some of the conversation that he was having with finley or maybe even like she was eavesdropping on their interview when she saw like he knows a lot about the crime but he doesn't seem like it's him and the fact that he's admitting to killing people why wouldn't he admit to this if he did it so i feel like she was intrigued but then when she read his file her panties melted and i can't say that i blame her i would have wanted to fuck him too i personally wouldn't have been in that hotel with him after we got um like i guess they got uh what is it like blocked out they they like ramped i don't know i don't know what you call it but they they weren't allowed to get back into town for whatever reason and she was sitting in there in her panties i'm like i would have i would have fell right on top of his penis multiple times and she crazy as hell for sitting in that bed with her panties on while that big giant tree of a man is on the floor i would have climbed his ass like a tree multiple times and I i ain't even mad at her so when you were calling her fangirl, I was like, you better get off my girl. Because the way she fucking dragged the shit out of him after he said, "Are you? Uh, it's okay to be scared, she <laughs> became my fucking favorite character. She was like, you condescending motherfucker. I am not goddamn scared. I am fucking pissed. And I, I felt that. I hate when people's like, yes, you can be scared. That might be an, a reaction maybe later on. But when something like that happens to me, my initial reaction is fucking anger. Like how fucking dare you? I I wouldn't be scared until afterwards, probably after the confrontation when I fuck a bitch up. And it's like, damn, that could have gone wrong. And then like the fear kind of washes over you. And it's not fear for what happened. It's fear for like, for me, it's like, damn, if I would have died, like Derek wouldn't have had a mom. Like that's the kind of fear I would have felt. I mean, clearly she is it's different for her. But i would be thinking about the people that I left, like not the fact that I could have died because I always say, like, I don't care what the situation is. If somebody breaks into the house and someone's trying to rape me and someone's trying to murder me i refuse to allow it like i know they say that you should you know do what the captors say or whatever my initial reaction is a fight because i promise you if you murder me it's not going to be easy i'm gonna get this dna under my nails and i promise you my death my death will be avenged because you ain't getting away with this guy free your perfect crime ain't gonna be great because i'm not gonna just allow you to kill me It's going to be hard. You're going to work hard for this murder. And I've always been like that or, you know, robbery or whatever the case is. I'm I am not going to just sit back and allow somebody to do something to me. I I feel like maybe that's a part of my trauma from childhood, because, you know, you know, when you're a child of, you know, abuse, whether it's mental or physical, you know, people deal with it in different ways. And my reaction is to fight. I didn't fight when i was younger but i damn sure i'm gonna fight down now that i'm a grown-up it's you're not gonna just you're not just gonna get a freebie out of me so i felt that and i love the way they played that scene and then it made me love her even more like this girl is the fucking bomb i fucking love her and i when i um i'll admit when we found out that like as soon as he talked about the the perp or the the murder victim that had like that thing on his hand His fingertips like were burned off and he was like, It's because he had a latex allergy. And I'm looking like, How the fuck there's no way you can just put that together. It could have been a lot of reasons. And then he said something, I don't remember the words he was saying, but it was his face. And I was like, Oh my god, please don't let that be his brother. Please don't let that be his brother. And as soon as he said it was his brother, I'm not gonna lie, I started bawling my fucking eyeballs out. I was like, I really thought we were gonna get an adult version of Jack Reacher's brother and we didn't. And it's so sad. I know you, I don't think you watched, I don't think you watched, um, what's the name of that show? It had, uh, Will Robinson in it, and the robot, and Escape, no. I can't remember the name of that damn show. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna pause it and look, cause that's gonna bother me. Man, as soon as I went to Google, I remembered the damn name. It's Lost in Space. The kid that plays younger Jack Reacher is the guy, the kid that played, uh, Will Robinson. And I... I know you didn't watch the show, or if you did watch it, you didn't talk about it. But I remember seeing him when on season one, and then the season four, and he looked like a little man, and I was like, oh, "My baby is so grown up." It's like when you watch the Stranger Thing, Stranger Things kids. It's like oh, they're so adult. Like I can't even like how tall he is he looks like a little man, and I was like, oh, and now that he's on this, he's not going to be on um, Lost in Space, I I don't know that season four was the last one, but I think it was, because the way it ended, and now, no, not going to lie, I'm kind of sad, but this show is pretty awesome, I, I love the little flashbacks and seeing how he is, and it made me laugh in your uh, feed, uh, your podcast when you were saying, when someone calmly, like, <laughs> gets off the ground, like, okay, I was like, as soon as he did that, I was like, yeah, they're about to fuck them up it's crazy and it's crazy to me that they're on an actual army base and it just shows you bullies are bullies and i bet you that kid's dad is probably a higher ranking officer and he's a bully too or his i should say his parents it's probably, it could be both. It could be the mom or it could be the dad because children learn that behavior. He probably gets bullied by his parents. So he bullies other people. And that's the thing I don't think people understand. You don't just, a kid just doesn't become a bully out of nowhere. And usually the person that's a, uh, being, um, that's a, is, bullying someone is the one that learned that behavior from a fucking parent and that's why I always tell Derek like I don't think violence is an answer but it's only so much anybody can take and I promise you if you told me you told everybody and like it's happened to me before and then he just wild out and he just hit the kid and he got and I got a call I'm like I know that my son has been having that issue with that kid and he says he's told people. I told him I would come up to the school and talk to someone, but he wanted to handle himself. And he told me he told the kid. He even told the person outside and they didn't do anything. You could go confirm with them. But if my son says that I believe it. Now I know a lot of people are like, um, people kids lie all the time. Yes, I know that. But my son told me about this and he wanted to handle himself. And if he gets suspended, he gets suspended. But you clearly have a problem with this kid that's bullying people because my son says he does it to everybody and you as a school need to handle it hey you know i would have been proud of my son beating that ass that's what they get and i don't know what's going on with the 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 bike and then it looks like a baseball and his brother's taking the blame but clearly jack did it because he's sitting there fucking on the corner crying and his brother was like don't let him see you cry i don't know what's happening but i think maybe jack might have had some type of temper problem and some shit happened and his brother took the blame for it. maybe the brother got in trouble i don't know why him and his brother aren't talking anymore but that is sad um i hope we figure or why i should say why they weren't talking or why they weren't even around each other it looked like his brother had taken another kind of military type job even though it's law enforcement it's still kind of the same thing or no at a federal level but jack reacher is just uh what uh, what did he call himself a vagrant (laughs) no no he's not a vagrant he what did he call himself i don't remember a bum (laughs) um and then uh who else finley he clearly has a chip on his shoulder i don't know why any harvard educated black man will go live in this podunk ass town he has no like if he's regular he probably wear that stupid ass suit so that people remember, because he the only black person around, and they're like, oh, that's the, that's the, uh, sheriff, he probably wore street clothes, they probably be beating his ass, and he's trying to steal something, as we saw in episode two, or no, 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 episode three, when he was breaking into that guy, or he opened, like, they said he was breaking into the house, but he was actually looking for evidence of the person, and it just killed me, I'm like, I am not a cop, but what robber robbed someone in a fucking, like, a wool looking suit like that that is not a robber. like that's an old man clearly and i was like what the fuck clearly it's like you should have told us you were a cop why should it matter and it's not like you gave them a chance because you didn't do what you were supposed to do and announce yourself and give them a chance to surrender you just beat that ass and, he, and the, the worst part about those two cops is they well i should say the best part was they fucking cast them motherfuckers perfectly they look like two racist ass dumb idiots who probably have whole family members in the police force and it's the only reason they got it because they were too stupid to pass the test but you know nepotism is a thing because they both look fucking stupid anyway um i think that's all i got i've already went over 10 minutes I, i'm sure i forgot some things but so far roscoe is my favorite i've never met a white person named roscoe let alone a white woman so that's interesting um and i'm loving that show so far i can't wait to go further and see what's happening because i you know every episode ends on a high note and jack just killed uh two of those uh i don't know they clearly don't they weren't working with uh spivey because he clearly is dead so he must have been working for that rich guy who got dragged for filth by finley i'm not sure but i am interested to figure out what's going on next so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out
0: that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the last three episodes she really said just in case you didn't know like she didn't just tell us yesterday <laughs> it's just like the world should know no girl you deserve it go out there have your freak time Get your time in, get it, cause I will definitely be sitting over here on the sidelines, very, uh, very, very jealous. <laughs> oh, Trevor just sent me a message. He just found out too. I'm like, for uh, for the people that have been watching Charm, we show a shit found out last <laughs> that it was canceled. <laughs> um. I totally agree with you. I I mean, of course, I'm not, I've never been a nurse. Um, I did work two years uh, with mentally and physically uh, handicapped adults in a facility. So I had that experience. I also worked with uh, in homes as well. But that type of physical handling (laughs) is a different kind of physical handling and then i did work in a nursing home um where i can confirm that old people are racist as fuck just so i mean all of it just comes out and it's taken out on you like you did something wrong it's like this this like you would think you would look around and perspective would have come upon you but no no um onto your your love of roscoe i definitely went into her at the beginning of this episode (laughs) i felt what i felt but i will say that i am not mad at her for fangirling at all um maybe fangirling is a little harsh i agree when she first met him but i think you know when you look out the corner of your eye you're just like who are you I guess that's what I meant by I think she was inclined even from the beginning to believe that he was more than he was and then she found out he was more he was and then from there I was like why are you being coy with it as you stated you in the hotel room with the panties <laughs> uh, you didn't have to get down to your underwear ma'am uh, if you were not interested so stop just acting like you're not. I hear what you're saying in regards to reading the scene differently about the fear component. I think that that's just something we're different as because I would love to believe just in my case particular scenario that if it was just me alone which that's very rare but if it is me alone I would fight back. I would not allow someone to take something from me I would like to believe that um I'm never I'm, I'm stepping away a bit from predicting my own behavior because even though I can have all of the confidence in the world <laughs> I also can't not account for that percentage that is gonna be like yeah well you don't have the emotions or the adrenaline or the other things or those components then what if my daughter is in the next room um which that would be even worse so I don't even like to go down those rabbit holes (laughs) I can't even go down that rabbit hole but I get what you mean um she's more upset at the affront that someone come into her home uh but I felt and, and it could be I I could have missed again I'm just reading the scene how I I didn't think he was being condescending he was just like I get it if you're afraid like you don't have to admit that this is also fucked up for you that's how I was reading his inquiry and that's why I reacted the way I did to her needing to establish that it's like I I like the character of Roscoe too a lot I don't need her telling me she's a badass you could just be the badass um that's just my particular uh input on how they are writing uh these characters in a feminist manner particularly when the and i'm not sure hold on let me let me go double check my bases because i could also be wrong that the the writer is in fact uh, male or female so it could be a female that wrote it and i'm completely off um I'll look into that but yeah I still root for her I still think she's an awesome character I didn't know that was Will Robinson whatsoever I have not watched the fourth season um I'm sure one day I will get around to it (laughs) uh it's just one of those things that's on my list where it's like yeah I like this show but I didn't love love it and the same thing with this show I think you like it a lot more than I do at this point as I'm not emotionally invested with anybody (laughs) this is just things going on and I'm more I'm more attuned to the action of the character than I am by any emotional or interpersonal relationships going on because I don't really feel connected to these people in that manner as of yet it could change by the end of the season but great thoughts as always and girl girl go out and have yourself a very what happens in Vegas days in Vegas type of weekend or week yeah weekend because it is going on the weekend and last and certainly not least we have Queen Shire Christina, it's me, Shy.
1: I'm here to give my feedback for Reacher Episode 3. This episode was, I mean, it was a decent episode. Um, There is some, we continue with development into everything that's going on. It's like, almost like we're just putting all the pieces together before things really start to pop off. Um, (laughs) You have, um, I, don't know, I think I'll say about this one. I don't know. I don't know about anyone else, but I was thinking to myself, it's like the show is catching up to what I already knew. I, you know, in, in regards to like um, Spivvy or Spivey, Spivvy, right? That's how you say his name. It's like I already figured he was dead. So the reveal that he was dead wasn't very, you know, shocking in the least. So it was almost like you know, they I can't believe they still expected that dude to be alive after everything, but I was like, okay, we'll go with this story. And then there was the Kleiner, you know, I, again, I just like, y'all, I thought they already would have suspected him. Um, obviously, they're not going to have the evidence just yet, but I thought that he would be on the top of the list of suspects in regards to what's going on in the town. Because he was definitely at the top of my list. So, you know, then like, oh, Kleiner, you know, <laughs> in this episode, I'm like, okay. Uh, thought that would have been obvious that he should be a suspect. But okay, <laughs> we'll go with that as well. um But yeah, yeah, we see, <clears throat> I mean, what Finley said makes sense. You know, it's like Roscoe, you, you don't wanna, you know, especially when you don't know who to trust and who not to trust. You wanna, keep, you know, as much as as possible to yourself. You don't want to show your hand too quickly, but then again, then they go and confront Kleiner, so I think that kind of uh, blew that a little bit in regards to that, but then again, I mean, she wasn't a part of that, so she still, they wouldn't be thinking that, I mean, possibly they wouldn't be thinking that she's along with them in this, because um, Reacher and Finley are considered outsiders, so um, that, and that's good to have her be a little bit separate from them and, you know, just being in business as usual uh, it's pretty smart. And then there's that one cat. I don't remember the other um, police officer, the one that's um, Hubble's um, brother-in-law or something um, or friend. I don't remember what their relationship was, but... I'm like that dude is just, he just looks so suspicious. So but I don't think, I think he's involved, but obviously if, you know, if he is, he's the lowest man on a totem pole type of thing, he's only on a need to know basis, um, or he might be just being easily manipulated cause he doesn't seem like he's the the brightest thing out there. So we learned that um, just as we, that was hinted at or uh, theorized that Joe was with the um, anti-counterfeit department, which again just goes along with the Hubble thing. Him being in the well, as we find out, not in the currency department, but we were thinking he was until this episode, um, and he was the director of office of the office of um, something. So my thing is. I'm very curious as to why he felt the need to go about this by himself because as a director of a department that's typically not you being the one investigating um so that was interesting that they that he felt the need to do it himself which is again which I think uh, Richard was talking about not letting anyone else know that's up there in a Secret Service because there might have been some um, whistleblower up there. Um, so, yeah, that should be interesting to know, especially Kleiner. I mean, um, he's a, he's got money, so it doesn't take much to believe that he's got some people in his back pocket in high places, So especially when he can line their pockets um, as well as his own. And i'm like i tell you what <laughs> there's some racist mofos um those cops talking about oh we didn't know you was a cop and then Finn was like well that shouldn't have mattered yes it shouldn't have and the fact that the matter is they just they didn't even announce themselves they just busted in there talking about we thought you was a a thief a robber like did you announce yourself did you give him an opportunity to uh, tell you who he was before you commenced the pounding so no, uh, so uh, that was um, of course you know Roscoe. She called them out on their BS in that moment. So I get the feeling that um, that Reacher is gonna end up with this dog because it's like why is this dog part of this story? <laughs> it's just like he's. Uh, I mean, I heard what you were saying last. That's why I'm like, you know, after seeing this episode, I'm wondering if there was more of a point to this dog thing than just that one random scene so we see it again so it sounds like reacher's trying to befriend the dog and the guy is already saying that he don't really want the dog so maybe this is just a precursor to him ending up with the dog i guess which is why we had to see these two scenes uh, of course we see finley and um reacher doing their little pissing contest per usual and uh but luckily I mean at least Finley acknowledged that in that he needed Reacher's help and that Reacher is helpful this time around and not automatically threatening and throw him in jail like he's been doing it last the past couple episodes so I'm glad we've progressed to that I mean they're still having a little testosterone moment but outside of that you know they're working more together and all of that good stuff. So, good. We're, we're, we're getting past that a little bit, slowly but surely. Finley was cracking me up when um, he ended up telling Kleiner off. Because, you know, that was like, seemed like every episode he's talking about his cursing is a show of weak mind and weaker character. I'm like, boy, if you don't shut up with that. So, when he got around to uh, doing his own little rant I was like, uh uh-huh, I was just along with Reacher on that moment, (laughs) like, so about that weak mind and weaker character thing you were just talking about. And then I'm like, Kleiner's son, I don't remember his name. I'm like, really? This is so, so typical. The bully town guy wants to get with the, and I was like, oh gosh, here we go with this nonsense. But you had me cracking up. I mean, obviously, I stopped watching Ozark um, uh, a few episodes in first season, so I didn't... But I didn't even think about that girl until you mentioned it. And then I was like, now that you mention it, she does look like whatever her name was from Ozark. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection until you said something. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't ship them just because I, I'm not feeling it. Um, so... But it is what it is in regards to the show. If they want to do it, they do it, whatever. I just don't, I'm not feeling it. I could care less. But, you know, I I mean, I'm not going to poo-poo it. It's not like, oh, my gosh, the worst thing ever. But at the same time, I don't care to see it. (laughs) So there's that but that's all i got for this episode pretty straightforward just laying down more of the groundwork on where we're going with this story um and um yeah on that note until next time much love peace and black or magic queen of the couch shy
0: that was queen shy with her thoughts on the episode seems we're more aligned on this particular one uh so i don't have much more to add to your own thoughts except i'm glad that i wasn't the only one that was like how y'all not think spivy was dead (laughs) it's pretty obvious he's probably dead if they're gonna kill the police commissioner a little little bitch like spivy prison guard is definitely dead Uh, but what is the puerto rican or latin connection that's what we need to know the latino connection um yeah for the most part you're right about things were kind of laid out that were already laid out pretty thickly too in the first two episodes so it did feel a lot like if it wasn't for him actually killing some folks at the end of the scene I'd be like okay this is this is I would have dropped it down a lot more but we are seeming to start to go on an upward trajectory on you know exactly what it is we we're trying to accomplish here we're finally dropping some bodies fighting back uh, so if you want to send feedback for our next episode of reach at blacker couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast our social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic